0: And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. And I'm glad you're listening today. I'm going to talk to you about relationships and the pain in relationships and what you can do about it to make sure that you don't experience pain in your relationship. Over the past 26 years, I've worked with hundreds of individuals and couples to help them improve their love relationships, specifically teaching them how to communicate with their spouse or partner in such a way that it actually works, y'all, and that their needs are met all the way around. I think people really think they're communicating effectively just because they're speaking, but somehow, in some way, talking to someone doesn't always guarantee that they have a clear understanding of what you need. When people experience pain in their relationships, it's because the choices that their partner makes to meet their needs, they're not in alignment with what the other person expects or believes or understands or even values. Look, each of us has a right to do what we want to do in any, in any area of our life, but if it's at the expense of our partner's happiness, then it's going to create a problem. And if we don't really have an understanding of what a partner wants and needs in the ways that they need them... Well, then that's when the problem begins. Some people are so used to satisfying themselves first that they neglect their partner's deeds. Maybe they're used to being on their own and have a hard time incorporating somebody else into their lives, and they're not really being malicious, they're just used to being on their own. Maybe they've had a string of relationships where the same issues have surfaced over and over again, and they haven't yet worked on the root of their challenge. You know, really understanding what they're doing to provoke the issue in their lives in the first place. Others are so used to pleasing other people first that they neglect uh, themselves and either struggle with resentment, self-loathing, martyrdom, martyrdom, or self-inflicted victimhood. When you're in a relationship, you bring all of your stuff into the relationship and so does your partner. You bring your upbringing, your parents' relationship, All of the experiences from your past relationships, uh, and all of your hopes, your expectations, and all of your dreams for your future, and the relationship that you're in. Like family, marriage, children, no children. You bring in your work ethic, your your judgments, uh, your money beliefs, your health practices. You bring everything, and a lot of people don't really think about that. You meet somebody, you think it's great, everything's working out, and you forget Y'all come from two different worlds of experiences. So it's no wonder that dating and relationships can be tough when you're not clear about what matters to you. And there are unknown expectations that run rampant throughout courtship and partnership. And my suggestion is, as we talk today, is that you really pay attention to who you are, what you need, what you value, what matters to you. And that's what I want to talk with y'all about today. What is really going on when you experience pain in your relationship? What is getting in the way of you experiencing pleasure in your relationship? And I don't mean sexual. I mean emotional and psychological, creating that intimacy. What can you do today to change how you experience and participate in your relationship and how you can avoid experiencing relationship pain in the future? These are pivotal questions when you're seeking a mate. And, uh, or if you're in a relationship that isn't as fulfilling as you'd like it to be, you got to really be able to answer these questions. I have another question for you. I'm a woman of many questions, y'all, but here's one. Do you ever wonder why you experience happiness in some relationships and, uh, but not in others? I don't want you to look for the more convenient reason where you say it's just luck or we get along. Uh, it's not as simple as that. Let me ask you this. What about when you feel pain in your relationship? Do you put blame on something your partner said or did? Just look a little bit deeper now. Here's the deal. Your happiness hinges on you and how you interpret what your partner, your mate has said or done, not what they actually do. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. How you interpret what your partner has said and done based on your experiences your beliefs determines how you feel whether you feel happy or not happiness in relationships is not just about having things in common or loving one another or having fun those things are great to have in a relationship but what determines your level of happiness has to do with your mate's compliance with the values and rules that you hold dear. And I'm going to explain all of this in a little bit. Remember when I mentioned to you that your mate brings all of, uh, you know, his or her stuff to the relationship? Well, today's episode speaks to really identifying what you value and the rules that you put around those values to determine if they have been satisfactorily met. We all have triggers that bring us happiness and pain. And when it comes to being in a relationship with somebody else, we have to learn about theirs as well, their their triggers. We have to be able to effectively share ours so that the other person can work to help us move through those triggering experiences. Most often what happens is that we have to go through some tough times. We have to be triggered to bring those values to the forefront, to bring up those experiences that are unresolved so that we can work them out and we can have our partner understand really kind of what's going on behind the scenes when we're triggered. If you have a partner who can do that with you and for you, somebody who understands that you're triggered by something in particular, perhaps your parents said or did something that hurt you when you were growing up and it's influenced how much self-esteem you have, then if your partner does something that's similar or exactly like it, then you're gonna be triggered and you'll need to enlighten them about your hardship and you'll need to work through it as well. Ideally, your partner has the compassion and understanding to help you move through it and does whatever he or she can to help you feel safe within your relationship. And if that's the case, then you're in a great relationship where a lot of intimacy and closeness can be established. We have to consciously work on what, what haunts us emotionally We have to work on eliminating the limiting beliefs that we have and we have to rid ourselves of the habit of thinking in that painful way, especially when it comes to our spouse who isn't malicious. And we need to do that so that we can make room for a healthy relationship with this person. If you're in a relationship where you're constantly feeling pain and frustration because your partner won't make the sacrifices necessary to create safety and security for you. They are of the mantra of me first, or they really don't even have the capacity to communicate and have empathy towards you. I suggest that you really look at your choice of partner. You might need to rethink how you show up in the relationship to get your needs met. Uh, and if the relationship really is serving your highest good. Now I want to talk to you about the two things that I mentioned before that impact whether you feel pain or pleasure in a relationship, the first is values, and the second is rules. But before I begin this section, what I want you to do is grab a pen and a few pieces of paper because I want you to draw something and write a few things down. Trust me, you'll want to do this. It's is going to enlighten you like nothing else because I guarantee you nobody's ever asked you to do what I'm about to ask you to do. And you don't have to be a Chagall or Van Gogh when you draw, so don't worry about it because I certainly am not. So if you need to pause this recording, go ahead, do that, get something to write with, get some paper, and then come back. Values. Each of us has values. Uh, uh, we value particular things like determination, love, health, success, freedom, security, adventure, power, passion, courage, loyalty, fidelity, and perseverance, just to name a few. Values guide our every decision, and therefore our destiny. Values are the things that we place importance on. Take a moment to write down the top 10 things that you value in your life. Next, rank them in order of most to least valued. And you might find that some of these are competing for the same spot. Just approach the value ranking as if you were being forced to prioritize one above the other. And once you do that, after you've paused this, just set that list aside for now. It's important to understand that as you complete the value elicitation exercise that I mentioned, uh, that there are two types of values that you have ends and means values. Here's what I mean. If I ask you, what do you value most? You might answer love, family, money, Of these, love is the end value you're pursuing. In other words, it's the emotional state you desire. That's the end value. Conversely, family and money are merely means values. They are simply a way for you to trigger the emotional state that you really desire. In addition, we have values that we move towards and away from. While it's completely true that you and I are constantly motivated to move towards the values that allow us to feel pleasure, it is also true that we value some emotions more than others. Okay, so if I asked you what emotional states do you value the most in life, what are the emotions that you think you'll give, will give you the most pleasure? Love? Success? Freedom or fidelity? Adventure or security? These are called pleasurable states that we value most because we're going to do whatever we can to attain them and maintain them. Anytime you make a decision about what to do, your brain first evaluates that action, whether that action will possibly lead to either a pleasurable or painful emotion. Did you realize that? For example, if I asked you if you'd like to jump out of a plane or swim with sharks, and the number one emotion that you would like to avoid feeling at all cost is fear, it's pretty obvious that you aren't going to take me up on my invitation to do either of these things. However, if the number one feeling that, that you have that you will do anything to avoid is rejection, and you believe that I'll reject you because you don't do any of the things that I mentioned, like jumping out of a plane and swimming with sharks, um, you actually might decide to do one of those things in spite of your fear, because your desire to be accepted trumps your desire to risk rejection. All right, so take a moment to list the top moving away from values. Remember the things that you actively avoid feeling. Uh, For example, it might be, you might actively avoid feeling rejection, guilt, shame, loneliness, depression, humiliation, anger, or fear. So just take a moment to list those values, the moving away from values that you have. Now let's talk about rules here. You've identified your values and you've ranked them, remember, one through 10. Now let's talk about the rules because this is where it gets interesting and this is the coolest thing you'll do, it's so cool it will really help you realize how you think, what you believe, what you consider right and wrong, and what nerves get pressed uh, when you get upset and are in pain. Okay, so rules are your beliefs about what has to happen or what doesn't have to happen in order for you to feel good about what you value. Rules determine if you feel pain or pleasure. Okay, so here's an example. Remember, Rules are your beliefs about what has to happen in order for you to feel good about something. So let's say you value love. Some people who value love believe that in order for them to experience love, they need to have sex five times a week or get beautiful cards or flowers each Friday or hear I love you at the end of every phone call from their significant other. We all have those rules uh, beliefs about love. Okay. If these rules are complied, complied with the person with the rules will experience pleasure. And then again, you, your rules are going to be different than those. So it's not like we all have those, but those are typical rules. But here's the deal. If they're violated, meaning if the rule is unmet in the way that you believe it should be met, right? then you're gonna experience pain. So if you don't hear I love you at the end of every phone call, you're gonna think, oh my God, he or she doesn't love me. Uh Uh-oh, and then you start feeling pain and panic. And guess what, that may not be the case at all, but it's your rule. And if your person, your mate, doesn't know your rules, then you're gonna build up resentment, you're gonna build up a fear, then all of a sudden it's gonna be like kaboom, shit blows up, and you don't want that to happen. So now on a separate sheet of paper, take a moment now and draw a circle in the middle of the sheet of paper. Do it like a, about a tennis ball size, okay? And inside that circle, write the word love. That's your value. Now remember, you can do this for any value you have. You may end up with 20 sheets of paper with all these rules and actually the more you do, the more this value elicitation, the more you do, the way better you're going to know yourself and the way better you're going to be able to help your partner understand why you get pissed off when they do X, Y, or Z, when, when they don't put the dishes in the, you know, in the dishwasher, but they leave them in the sink. That may have to do with something about respect or your desire to have cleanliness in your house, whatever it is, you have rules around what you value. So. Inside this circle, just start with the word love. And imagine that this circle circle's like the center of the sun. Remember, just put it in the middle of the paper. Now, what I want you to do is draw lines that extend from the circle outward like rays of sunshine. You don't want to draw like a million. You want to draw maybe five or seven, okay? And give some space for you to, to write in between. Now, here's what I want you to do. Write your rules down on these lines for your value of love. For You can use the value of relationships or caring or respect in a relationship, whatever you value you want to work with first, whatever value you want to work with first is fine. Just do it. We're just starting with love because that was the example that I used. Okay. Um, and so you put the value in the circle, focus on the lines and, and write down the values that you, the rules that you have. Okay. Remember, some of the examples that I talked about for love are sex, saying I love you, flowers, words of praise, touch. Love could mean that your honey uh, does the laundry, the dishes, takes out the trash, remembers your doctor's appointments, asks you how you are. Whatever your rules are, write them down. What are the rules? If you look at the rules that you have... Okay, so you've paused this recording, you've written down your rules, there's no right or wrong way to do this, and now you look at your rules, all right? So what are the rules that you have that are met on a regular basis that allow you to feel and experience love? How does your partner do that? And which ones do they meet? Which are unmet sometimes or all of the time, just circle those. Knowing this is going to help you identify whether or not you should keep discard or flex your rules so that you can experience more pleasure and more pain. And the really, the reason why I say that is because sometimes we have these expectations of how things should be. And just because somebody else doesn't do them that way, doesn't mean they're bad and they're wrong. And it doesn't mean we're bad and we're wrong for having those rules. What it does mean is that people do things differently. People come from different backgrounds, People don't know and don't think the way you know and think. And you have to take that into account. You're, it's not your way or the highway in a relationship, because if you do that, then you're not going to have a happy relationship. So if you have rules that are not met ever, A, it's going to be important that you talk to your mate about them, asking them and telling them how you'd like that, that rule to be met. If they can't do it, won't do it, you might really want to think about how important that rule is. Do you really need that? How much can you bend? If the person does it once a year, is that going to be enough? Got to really think about that. So really think about the things that matter to you and what you need from somebody else to do to achieve that value being met. And if you notice that a rule you have isn't ever met by somebody, remember I talked about that, then you have to look at how necessary that is to have If it causes you pain, I promise you that if you do this exercise for the values that you have, and like I said, you could fill up a whole notebook with values and these rules. I promise you, you are going to understand exactly where, like the exact thing that causes you pain. If the rules are repeatedly violated, you are going to now know what those are. And you're gonna now know which ones are met on a regular basis. So it's a chance, it's kind of like a, uh, you, you take inventory and then you can go back to your, your spouse, your mate, your partner and say, you know what? I realized that I have this belief around love or, or uh, wealth or fame or success. And when you do X, Y, and Z, I feel so wonderful. It really makes me happy. And I realized that I have this belief that this rule that you just don't ever do, and it hurts, and maybe it's something I don't need to have anymore, or maybe I didn't let you know, and so now I am. So can you please work on that? And you can go back and forth. So if you do this exercise for values like independence, love, respect, family, money, freedom, fun kindness, success, self-esteem, self-respect, any value is really gonna help you understand why you experience pain or pleasure in your relationship. If you have a rule that keeps being violated, look at why you made that in the first place. Where's the root of that? What, how did you come about uh, that? What decision did you make to have that rule in the first place? Was it from your upbringing? Was it from a previous relationship where you're like, never again, I'm going to make sure that if I don't have that rule met, then screw it. That person is not going to be in my life. Was it really to protect yourself? If so, is that rule or those rules really necessary in your life? Do you need to keep them? Is, is it really necessary with this person in your life right now to hold on to rules of your past if not, you might want to adjust or eliminate them altogether. And you really can do that. Believe it or not, you can just let them go. If you're holding on to rules that are repeatedly violated, then reach out to a neutral party like a therapist or coach to help you let go of the beliefs that no longer serve you so that you can get rid of the rules that cause you pain. It doesn't mean that you can't keep certain rules and you experience pain in the relationship. It may be that you got to work with your spouse. With your partner they may need to step up in a different way so not all rules that cause you pain need to be eliminated sometimes it's the dynamic of the relationship that can be worked on so knowing what your values and rules are helps you craft a higher quality of life for yourself and for your relationships i know there was a lot of stuff that i talked about today Um, Some of this stuff can be confusing. If it is, just go back and listen to it. We talked about ends and means, values and rules, the things that allow us to feel loved, respected, honored. Whatever it is that you value in your life, I really hope that you take the time to do this exercise. It is the coolest thing And, and it doesn't matter if you have three rules or 20, you can have as many rules as you want as long as you understand that they're in play. Whenever you're interacting with anybody, whenever you're in a relationship, if you need help with anything, like understanding your values and rules, wondering how you can eliminate the ones that seem to cause you pain, uh, or you need help with your relationship and you're struggling, I've worked very successfully with a lot of couples, and it would be my pleasure to support you. So please reach out uh, to me at Janice at or call me at 404 3971. Uh, and if you'd like a reading around any aspect of your life, uh, 30, 45 or 60 minute readings, it would be my pleasure. My readings are really, really cool. And they really do help people make significant shifts and, and, uh, affirm a lot of really amazing things about them. So again, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com or call me 404 558 And For sure, if you are digging what I'm throwing down here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast, uh, please go to iTunes, rate and review my podcast. um, And that would really, really be fantastic. This way I could reach more people and spread the word. Uh, Thanks so much. I hope you have a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to the Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.